the, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Get any sized iced coffee for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And sweeten the deal when you pair it with a baked apple or pumpkin and creme pie. After all, why wait to treat yourself? Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining in to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. I'm excited for what the wonderful Holy Spirit is doing in this ministry. Thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you so much for your ongoing support of this ministry. As we're seeing people get saved and filled with the Holy Spirit through our Skype events in Pakistan. And we also had a live stream recently with Patricia King where we saw over 267 people give their hearts to the Lord as it was live on King TV. Guys, I want to encourage you, if you want to hear God's voice and prophesy. I believe that you can speak into people's lives through entry-level prophecy. I have an e-course available for you on charismacourses.com called Entry-Level Prophecy to equip you, train you, and activate you to encourage, comfort, and edify people through entry-level prophecy. So please feel free to get your course on charismacourses.com. Today, we have a returning guest, James Levesque on Adventures in the Spirit. He's recently released a book called Fire, and this book is lit. This book is full of the Holy Spirit. It's all about awakening, and I'm committed to awaken this generation to the power of the Holy Spirit, so I know that this conversation is going to be awesome. James Levesque is an international speaker, church planter, and he's an emerging apostolic voice throughout America. He longs to see awakening and revival overtake every culture. James and his wife, Debbie, have three children. They pastor Engaging Heaven Church, and they've got an incredible show called Breakthrough. So I want to welcome James Levesque to Adventures in the Spirit. James, thank you so much for coming back, bro. Oh, man. What's up, Jared? So glad to be here, man. Well, it's an honor and pleasure to have you. What has God been doing through your life and your ministry since we last talked in April? Oh, man. April. Kind of crazy. Well, that was the beginning of this wild pandemic, you know, and, uh, you know, the Lord spoke to me about the end of April. And he said that this whole season we're in, you know, I feel like so many people give power to, you know, COVID or whatever we're dealing with. The reality is the Lord spoke to me at the beginning of uh, April. And he said, look, I want you to believe that you're going to go further than you've ever been before. And so for me, that was believing that we're not just pulling over for, a, you know, for a season or for like a storm. We were believing that out of this season was going to become, you know, great breakthrough. And it was in that season, God began to stir my heart for media. You know, I've had prophetic words for years about it. 
even so much as last summer, a friend of mine came after we had a big fire night weekend at our churches in Connecticut. We were in the office. He said, man, I feel like you're called to television. I don't know why. Not even just like internet media, which is such a big deal. But he said actual television. And then we went to eat at a casino nearby just for the restaurants, clearly. And we saw people walking around with flat screen TVs, like 2,000 of them. And he was like, there's your prophetic word. And I went and asked him, like, well, why do you have these TVs? They said, because they're opening up a hotel in 2020. They gave away 2,020 TVs. And uh, through a bunch of series of events, God gave us major favor down in Florida where we're filming. And I do right now live is a five-day-a-week show called Breaking Through with James Labette and you know, we're live on all the satellite net, like Dish, DirecTV. So we're potentially going to, you know, 60 million homes with all these platforms we're on. So we're watching God do some amazing things, man. That is awesome. So how did God originally, because you've been in the ministry for a number of years as an apostolic voice, as a church planner, as an evangelist. Uh, how did God first lead you to use multimedia for his glory? Yeah, you know, I've always used it. I mean, probably, you know, not making it the forefront of what I'm doing. And then I just realized that, you know, when the book came out, you know, I did, of course, like your show, I did many other shows. And uh, I actually went on Sid Roth recently. Yeah. And when we were done, he said, man, I'm telling you, I've done this for 40 years. There's something on you for it. And uh, like, this is what you're called to, you know. And when you have somebody, a legend in broadcast television tell you that, you know, you got to open your eyes. And then then I got a call from another owner of a television station, CTN. And he said, man, I just feel like you're supposed to be here and build a studio. And so, you know, you don't take those things for granted. Look, I've always had a word for media. I've always loved it. You know, we've always live streamed and stuff, but it wasn't until this year, you know, uh, ironically, it's so funny because everybody says, well, nobody's watching TV. The numbers for television are flying yeah. because of the day we're living in. Everybody's watching the internet. Everybody's watching television. And what a better time to get the gospel out than right now. And to be honest with you, I also feel like when you have a message to share, it's important. Dude, I'm watching so many people fall back, scared to have truth today. They don't want to rile everybody. They don't want to make the mob upset. And I've never been that way. Like, I, it just doesn't work for me. And so all the more, I feel like there needs to be bold voices out there telling you you're not crazy. The Holy Spirit is real. We need to hear God today. We need to believe him for greater prophetic accuracy, right. visions, dreams, visitations, signs and wonders. There's just not a lot of those kind of people out there. And so... You know, I'm talking about across the world. And I feel like God is not just me, man. I'm just a small part of this. You know, there's so many, including you, you know, that God is putting his hand on and saying, man, this is the time that I want to just transform lives through this this powerful tool, you know? Hey, man, that's that's exciting. So you got this new show you mentioned, Breakthrough. Can you? Yeah, it's, called, can you actually, it's actually called Breaking Through with James Levette. Breaking Through with James Levette. Could you describe that for us? Yeah, you know, every it's, it's a 2830. It's about a 30 minute show. Every show, there's a theme. So we, you know, we could talk about whatever, you know, we talk about the demand for faith, we may talk about prophetic activation, we may be talking about, you know, souls, right? Just something, you know, I did a podcast for three years, the Engaging Heaven Today podcast. And so for three years, Monday through Friday, I was doing a daily devotional for, you know, we had almost 2 million downloads on it. Yeah. And so wow. now it's turning into that for the TV show. So, you know, and I mean, what I eventually have guests, I'm sure. I mean, we're just going to mess around with it. But right now there's so many things burning on my heart that I believe need to go out across the nation. And so we're rallying the troops. We're thankful for all the partners and everybody back, you know, back in Connecticut with us. You know, I'm still there every weekend preaching. 
And so God has just kind of wow. expanded our territory. You know, it's crazy, man. And, and like, you know, in this week here where, uh, you know, Sean Foyt's coming to town and I helped organize the whole event for Florida, you know, so we got Tam. So we're literally just nonstop, just hammering this thing, man. We've got to get the power of God out on display and get Christians awoken, man, waking up in this hour. Oh, that's exciting that you're bringing in Sean Foyt and the move of God that is taking place through through that. I mean, I'm excited it's that amazing. people are getting water baptized in fountains. It's amazing. Um, oh, bro, not- we got we got portable baptismals. We're gonna be in Tampa, Orlando, and West Palm Beach, and we literally got people bringing baptismal tanks so we can preach the gospel and baptize everybody. Oh my gosh, that is so awesome! That's what we need. We need more of that. Come on, we need way more of that. I know that, you know, we live in this conflicted day and age. Things are politicized. Things are weaponized. There's anything good is called evil. Evil's called good. But people are coming to Jesus. I mean, through my my show, my podcast, people in King T, uh, in Pakistan through King TV, Vision wow. TV, Prayer TV are coming to Jesus. This is part of an online revival overseas. And we're they're they're hungry for the word of God over there. We're seeing people healed, filled with the Spirit, saved, Come on. set free. Locally, I'm part of a group that brings in power evangelists and things, and it's amazing to equip people, especially as it seems like the darkness is is getting worse and worse. But I believe now is the time for the church to shine brighter. No doubt about book, it. I mean, your book, Fire, you talk about the awakening. You know, So what are you seeing now? Uh, do you think that we're about to see the awakening? Do you think we're, we're in it? What, what is God saying? I do, man. You know, yesterday, I'm not really a guy that does like memories on Facebook or, you know, ever go back to the things that I've posted. But yesterday, everybody kept flooding me with something that I put uh, on Facebook. And basically what I said was, look, we are like one generation away from being extinct, right? If we don't open our mouths right now and we don't preach the gospel and believe for, you know, a real message to go out. Here's what I said. We're only one generation away from the extinction of biblical truth in your family your church, or your nation. What is unpreached will soon be unpracticed. We must link up with God's desire to declare and demonstrate it, even if it's not popular. Man, I said that four years ago. And so what I'm seeing today is that, you know, what we're not willing to preach will become obsolete tomorrow, right? John Wesley said, what one generation is willing to tolerate, the next one will embrace. And it's amazing to me that how many believers aren't listening to what the Lord's saying. They're not willing to stand for things. You know what I mean? I mean, you talk about Sean, bro, most of these spots, there's a few that they got permits. Most of these spots is just a pro that's just guerrilla style, but the church will sit there and watch BLM march in the streets while we're hiding in our prayer closets. But when it's time for us to go out there and demonstrate the power and preach the gospel, you know, everybody's kind of hiding back with opinions. And this is not a day to follow everybody else. This is a day to know what God has told you and to stand on those beliefs. I do not condone you know, ignorance and violence or any of those crazy things, but it's the hour to let the redeemed of the Lord say so. That is the hour we're in and it's time to open our mouths and believe and stand for everything that we've always believed for. Truth, it doesn't matter. It's still truth, right? right. The blood is still the blood. We don't, you know, I see all these young people in our churches. They want to, you know, allow all this compromise in their life. It's like, yo, that's not what we do. I don't, I'm not a repentathon preacher. But I still want to live right before God and be holy because he was and give my all to Jesus. So, yeah, man, it's a real clarifying day. I feel like 
like we everybody said 2020 vision yeah it's getting really clear right now and the clarity is who you are and who you're not we've got to stand today man like there's ever a day that the church needs to arise it's right now oh that is so true and you'd mention how some christians just are are cowering they're hiding but some have actually marched and protested with these movements with ulterior motives. We need to be a little more discerning. I mean, there are pastors and leaders that unfortunately have made the unwise decision, in my opinion, to march with these organizations that represent right. Marxism, that even yeah. represent witchcraft, I agree. that represent abortion, you know, and uh, whew. <laughs> I, know. I mean, we're seeing a, a demarcation line like never before, but we need the truth of the scripture. Yes. We need the word of God. We need fire. So in your yeah. book, Fire, you mentioned how this nation will burn again for God. Yeah. Well, how did God first reveal this to you? You know, well, it was the whole book's about an encounter I had in our church where the Lord visited us, fire burned in the streets. And God made it really clear that he was going to burn on an end time awakening. He was going to reignite the fires of awakening. You know, our, our old church building in Connecticut was used during the Great Awakenings. And it was in that building, God said, we're going to begin to stir the fires of awakening again. And he told me it wouldn't go out this time. Unlike revivals of the past, yeah. this would be about him and not man. And uh, when 2020 came, I'm telling you, I knew in my spirit that this was an answer to prayer. Everybody's trying to rebuke it all. Everybody's confused. Everybody's upset. I'm like, nah, man, this is by design. God is sifting through, judging everything that can be shaken right now. I mean, because let's 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 mind you, you know, the gay clubs are shut down in our city, too. You know what I mean? Although they're trying to silence the church. It ain't happening with us. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is this is an hour of clarifying. And we are going to look back, Jared, and we're going to see that 2020 was an invitation of fulfilled promises. We're going to look back and go, man, I thought that was just a storm to like pull over and wait until it passes. But wow, that was actually the final exam for an end time outpouring. And so we've got to jump on board now and realize like this is the day that you go all in and say, man, I'm not going to change what I believe. I'm not going to stop believing because this is what you see. I mean, what you're seeing with Sean and many others around the country, there's fire starting. There's an awakening. But at the same time, religion is ramping up. I see more cranky Christians than I ever have, right? I see all these people like manifesting it. I see people that love the Jesus movement that hate Sean. I mean, I've never even seen some of this stuff. We don't even know, man. The devil wants right to be wrong and wrong to be right. And right. when, when you know, Bob Jones, yeah. when I was in his house in Stateville, Statesville, North Carolina, he's a prophet, he said this to me. He said, James, long after I'm gone, there's going to be an end times and the greatest gift in that hour will be needed is discernment. Man, I was like, come on, Bob, why isn't it like faith or miracles like discernment? Boy, oh boy. I'm looking around Christians today, dude. And I'm like, yo, we have lost discernment. Like we really don't know what it is that the Lord is saying anymore. We're like, we're like following every internet trend. Yeah. You know, last week we have to cancel Facebook. We're just a bunch of, fo- I mean, cancel Netflix. We're just a bunch of followers. We don't yeah. even actually hear the Lord anymore. We just want to do what everyone else is doing because we're scared right. to lead. Right. Really quick. John six, Jesus says, eat my flesh, drink my blood. Everybody's upset. Really sad. It says that they left him and walked with him no more. Jesus then looks to Peter, yo, and he goes, you want to go too? 
here's what's so bold about that. Jesus was willing to stand alone. Yeah. Whew. He knew asking that, look, I might chance it all to be alone. And I'm going to tell you, we have got to get that same heart. I don't want to be alone, Jared. I don't want to stand alone. But if you are standing for truth today, you're going to be standing alone. But leaders are standing alone in this hour. I mean, as a minority, I'm not saying as a whole, because you're standing, I'm standing. But the reality is we have got to be willing to stand on a message that's not popular. Yeah, that is absolutely true. I mean, we're, we're hitting some very who th these are the times that we live in. But you and I both are committed to truth. We're committed to uh, spending time in the presence of God, committed to the fire of the Holy Spirit, seeing lives change and set free. I mean, I'm part of a group that we we would Firestorm United led by my friend Scott and we would go pray over the COVID tents, we'd go pray over doctors and nurses uh, wow. back you know just down here at some hospitals have Come a rotation. On. And now um, I was actually out of town but there was a BLM march on the ocean front and Scott led a team of 20 or 30 people. People were saved filled with the Holy Spirit, yes. wonderfully baptized with the Holy Spirit, and right. giving the hearts to the Lord through it. So we need more boldness in this time of yes. as people are trying to suppress us. But what do you think the church needs to do to gain more discernment in these times instead of following the hashtag trend of the week? Right. Because you mentioned canceling Netflix. Right. My question is, how many of those Christians canceling Netflix because of cuties watch Game of Thrones? 100%, man. 100%. Like seriously. And yeah. then, then like all of a sudden, you know, it's the trend of the week in the church. Right. It's the trend of the week. But right. what, what do we need to get back to or go towards? Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, we've settled for perceived authority, not real authority. Right. So it's like if, if I tell you I cancel Netflix for two minutes, you think I'm, I'm popular. But right. the truth is, if I'm not preaching the gospel, living right, honoring God, then what am I really doing? And so, you know, discernment to me is silencing out 10,000 voices for the one. Let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah. Paul the Apostle said, I pray if you were married, you live single. Why? So you would serve the Lord without distraction. Dude, this is the most distracted day we've ever lived in. But yeah. it's a blessing like this broadcast. But some of, like I tell my church people all the time, you weren't even supposed to have the internet. You can't be responsible. Because it's like today I was, you know, you can't tell, but I've lost like 50 pounds. I'm trying to get healthier in my life, trying to run for the long haul. Awesome. But, but you know something? When I drive down my street, there's a Wendy's, a McDonald's, a Taco Bell, a KFC. There's a Zaxby's all within pulling off as I just took my son to school this morning. You know where there wasn't a Whole Foods? I got to go further for that. And it reminds me of faith that everybody wants the quick bite. Everybody wants cancel Netflix. I, it's not going to cost me much right now. It's the cheap meal. Let me just cancel Netflix so everybody, whatever's easier. I don't want to really give everything. But if you're willing to get off the road and go 15 minutes out of your way, you're actually going to have something that will sustain your body and change your life. And I feel that's what discernment is. Are we willing to shut out the noise of the world? You know, the tweet that I've ever made that went the most popular, I had famous friends pick it up. It said this, if you want to hear the voice of God, you've got to turn down the volume of the world. That's discernment to me, yes. right? That's discernment. It's like, can we shut out the world right now just to hear what Papa's saying? But people don't. They want me or you or anybody. And the danger is if you're following me or following you, sure, you're going to you're going to catch some things. Yeah. But not everybody you follow is hearing from God. I'm telling you right now, I hear it. But people open their mouth. I'm like, dude, there's nothing in there. I know that you've not been with Jesus. I can feel it. Come on. I, I discern. But people will follow people off a cliff 
because it's what their each itching ears want to have, you know? And so I think we, all of us have got to give back to on our faces. You know, I, I preached a whole series this past week called first love. You know what I mean? Like, like what is that whole thing about first love? When Jesus said, get back to your works, he wasn't meaning works like effort. He was meaning like, love me. Right. Uh, Ephesus means darling. The church of Ephesus was Jesus's darling. But yet they were so busy doing good things that they forgot what was the most important thing. Jesus said to Martha and Mary, look, this girl on the seat, on the floor, she actually chose the better part. But everybody's trying to cancel Netflix, trying to get close to God. But you really want to hear them? Get on your face like Mary. Start breaking some alabasters and let's go shake this world, you know? It's time to make a sacrifice. Come on! So why do we need the fire of God right now? I think everything you're called to do in life, you know, every we're prophetic people. So many people watching, so many people we know, they have prophetic words like a key on a keychain. This was one I got from here, and this one I got in the 80s, and here's the one from 2000s, and here's the one I got on Adventures of the Spirit, you know? But the truth is, it takes fire to fuel those words and empower us to actually do it, right? The fire of God, the anointing of God is the tangible power on our life to do everything he's called us to do. And I like to say power with a purpose, right? Everybody wants more power, but what are we willing to do? Are we willing to start a Fireborn Ministries? Are we willing to do an Avengers? Are we willing to start a TV show? That, you know what I mean? It's not like you have hundreds of thousands of dollars sitting on the shelf and I'm like, oh, I think today I'm going to do a TV show. No, man. I sold my house, took everything I own and wow. put it on that TV show, realizing it could fly. Do you understand it? Yeah. That's faith. But we don't live in that place of risk anymore. Right. We're so comfortable with nothing. We're comfortable with barrenness. But if we want to really fulfill the prophetic promises, it's going to take power, fire, and faith to fulfill those dreams that God has for us. I love it. So good. You're calling people to an awakening. So can you share some testimonies of the fire of God that you shared in the book or even what you've seen recently about the fire of God falling through your life and ministry? Yeah. You know, here's what I think is amazing. When you look at the book of Acts, Peter, right, he goes immediately from like knucklehead cutting off the ear, like it's Peter. When the Holy Spirit falls, they're like, what's going on? Peter raises his voice. I can only imagine the room going, oh, this guy. Of course, Peter's always running his mouth. Is he going to tell us what happens? You know what I mean? But when he opened his mouth and said, this is that that was prophesied by Joel, I'll pour out my spirit. Something different was on Peter's voice, right? When he sat in in Peter and John in the temple, look at us, Peter said, silver and gold, have I none? You know, all of a sudden, it's a different Peter. My point is the fire changes you. We Mm -hmm. see people, you know, I'm thinking, we see so many guys in our churches today that they were in dead religion. They catch the fire and they explode. I mean, we have young people, we have older people. I mean, it isn't a, a bias of age. You just look at our lives. It's happened in my life. When you look at Peter, you look at all the people that we see around us. And it's like God puts their fire on you and you fuel. Do you follow what I'm saying? We have, I mean, I'm thinking of a hundred names, but I don't want to call people out and they'd be like, pastor, you forgot me. But I have people that I'm training to pastor, training in ministry, sending out as missionaries. Next week, we're uh, um, engaging heaven, Missoula, Montana. Literally, we planted a church in Missoula. And wow. we're dedicating a new building. The church didn't barely just got off the ground. They're exploding. 
those pastors, Jen and Derek Talley, they were in Seattle, Washington, kind of washed up with dead religion, and the fire fell on them. God prophesied. She couldn't conceive. She now has like 100 kids. The Holy Spirit came upon them, and they're like completely different people. That's what happens when you touch the fire. You, who you were Monday, Monday night you catch the fire, Tuesday you're a different person. That's so awesome. Awesome. I love the fire of God. My life would, oh my gosh, totally change because of the fire of God. Amen. In your book, Fire, you talk about activating spiritual senses. Yeah. Can you expand on that or define that for us if some people yeah. don't understand what spiritual senses are? Yeah, Hebrews 5 says that we activate our spiritual senses by reason of using them. Hmm. Two things. Number one, we do have spiritual senses and God wants us to activate them. Spiritual senses are not just activated in the flesh realm. We activate those learning to hear God. Does that make sense? Kind of yeah. going back to spending time with the Lord. You know, I went through a two and a half year period where every single day I was on my face for hours doing nothing but asking to hear God's voice. I wanted to learn how to hear. And that's when prophetic words started coming and, you know, all these things. I believe in all the activation we see today. I think you can activate people in conferences, but the greatest activation is going to become with that time with the Lord. When we've got to learn to hear his voice. Yes. God said to Solomon in the book of Kings, he said, what do you want? I'll give you anything. He said, Lord, give me a hearing ear. Give me a heart to hear. That's got to be our prayer above anything. Like, give me an ability to hear your voice. And I believe then we'll see all those senses activated. Awesome. So good. Can you lead us in a prayer and an activation yeah. for our spiritual senses and the fire of God? Yeah. Father, in Jesus name, I thank you for every person watching this broadcast. I thank you for the greater glory. I just heard that word greater glory. I thank you that there is a swell of power coming, yeah. a groundswell of glory for this year. In 2020, a great move of God upon us. And Lord, I pray for everybody watching that you would activate, release, and fill with fresh fire in the name of Jesus. I prophesy greater boldness and courage, miracle signs and wonders. I prophesy a greater visitation realm. Hearing God, I'm seeing a vision of hoods being removed off people right now. Lord, I thank you that we're going to see clearer than we ever have. And when that hood is ripped off, our ears are going to be opened. Our eyes are going to be open. Visitation and activation in the name of Jesus. Everybody, God, we thank you for an activation and an end time outpouring in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Come on. While you were praying, I saw this. It's like a pillar of fire. And, and like this huge... It just was like consuming me as I'm walking into it, just a pillar of fire. Come so I on. pray that over this generation yes, in Jesus name, the yes, fire Lord. of God and awakening. If you are watching this or listening into this, whether it's on King TV, Vision TV, Prayer TV, on the Adventures in the Spirit podcast, and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, commit your life to him right now. There's a number on the screen that you can call. You could even send in your prayer request, but commit your life to Jesus if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, but also ask for the Holy Spirit to fill yes. you up. So confess with your mouth out loud, Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart. God raised him from the dead and ask the Holy Spirit to fill you up in Jesus name and receive the fire of God in Jesus name. James, what is the best way for people to get more information about you and your ministry? Yes. Well, we just built a website called jameslevec.org. They can get all our episodes. Obviously, our church, engagingheaven.com. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at james underscore Levesque. And uh, yeah, they can find out everything. See all, And we just started a YouTube channel for our new show. 
If you awesome. don't get DirecTV Dish breaking through with James Levesque, they can catch everything I'm doing Monday through Friday. Appreciate the opportunity, Jerry. Awesome, James. It was an honor and a pleasure. Guys, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, available on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Charisma Podcast Network. And please check out jameslevesque.org. It's on the screen and it's in the podcast notes. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation in Adventures in the Spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com, and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own Adventures in the Spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.